0: Bestie, you ready to go?
1: You already know. All right, let's get a pop.
0: Let's get it. Hello, hello, hello. It's your girl, Miss Tosh back with another episode of the did they just say that podcast Gia, I'm, Gia. I'm here with my bestest friend in the whole wide world well the
1: whole wide world
0: yeah my bestest friend in the whole wide world silverado kev <laughs> go ahead and give the people what they want kev
1: yeah jump on the silverado right quick <laughs> uh yeah man we back man you know it's your boy kev you know silverado kev all that good stuff uh hey we back yeah. We told y'all would have more heat for you more consistently and, and here we are. Yeah. So um I uh I mean since since the last time, you know, I was still unemployed, you know, um yeah. finding my way in life at 42, you know. Um but it's all good though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I'm back doing what I love with this right here. This topic, um, though, it, it, it should get some some uh a L- lot of heat, too, you know. Yeah. What I'm saying? because uh, it's definitely something that we all have been the guilty of and we probably all still do. Yeah. So with that being said, go ahead. and Drop it on the best. What's, what's, what's today's topic?
0: OK, well, as your girl, Miss Tosh, haven't had very many relationships in my life, but I do have a lot of friendships and I do have a lot of friendships with guys. The female friends that I'm friends with, I've known them for an extended period of time. So, you know, they always tend to tell me about their situations. A female friend in particular was telling me about a guy that she's dating and how he actually does something that she does not agree with. And I'm not going to tell you exactly what it is because, you know, it was told to me on the on the contingency of anonymity, but I'm just going to say she does not like it. So with that being said, she's at a crossroads right now in their situationship because it's not really a real relationship just yet, because it's something brand new, you know. And she's debating on whether or not she wants to continue to date this individual. So it goes into our topic of today, or our topic for today, which is called red flags. Mm. Yes, red flags. How many do you
1: need? (laughs) Man,
0: in actuality, you only need one. But some people accept like maybe two or three just to make sure that that red flag is exactly what they're thinking, and then others will continue to see the red flags during the entire relationship and will decide, Oh, you know what, his baggage isn't that bad, I can actually take care of it, or Oh, her baggage is not bad, you know, it's not weighing her down too much, I'll still continue to rock with her sometimes. That that baggage is is just too heavy. Remember, Erica Badu came out with a song called "Bag Lady," so the main lyric was "Bag Lady, you gonna hurt your back." Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm.
0: So think about it that way. These red flags are pretty much like like you know that baggage. If somebody is you know setting off all these alarms chances are you shouldn't be dealing with them. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. And like me, myself, you know, I haven't really, like I said, I haven't really been in very many relationships, but the few relationships that I have been in, I really didn't see any red flags, which is good. It's just that our relationships ended, ended mutually. And we ended up becoming like really good friends, except for in the situation of my, my daughter's father and I, we became parents. <laughs> So now we're co-parenting even though you know our daughter is grown, we're still co-parenting. So with that being said, family, if the red flags are appearing in your relationship, do you stay or do you go? So, Bestie, what do you think about this?
1: Hmm. Red flags. Mhm. How many of us have that?
0: A lot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's, I mean, I guess it depends on what's on your red flag radar, Um, but I, I do know the you know, red flags are kind of, they're categorized in different tier levels, you know what I'm saying? Tier yeah. 1 being the highest tier, of course, and then down to tier 5, yeah. you know, but if it's a tier 1 red flag, just, you only need that one, and yeah. you, don't, you don't need a second chance, you know, but I say if a red flag comes up,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and let's just kind of define a red flag. A red right, flag, Right. Is it something that you may not particularly care for or Mm -hmm. like you don't really have to be something bad like Mm -hmm. you know and you know i mean you may smoke a dope you know you know playing with his nose or playing with her nose and it could be something how they talk to you you know how they spend money you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying but it it really determines oh it really comes down to what you're willing to deal with and put up there it is you know what i'm saying because Mm And a lot of times, we don't see red flags right away.
0: No, we don't. You know we're, what I'm saying? Especially if it's the beginning of a situationship. And I say situationship because a lot of relationships these days are that. So, at the beginning of a situationship, what I realized is that we wear rose-colored glasses. We only see what we want to see because we're, you know... of attraction is physical. So when you first meet this individual, whether it's actually in real life, organically, or online, the first thing you see is how they look. Okay. Whether it's their physical characteristics or what they're wearing or, you know, anything of that nature. So that's what you see first when you first meet a person second thing is after you meet said person and you actually have a conversation with them, if their conversation is cool, then, you know, that may persuade you to go ahead and give them your number or, you know, you guys exchange social media as, you know, what a lot of these kids do these days or whatever, some adults as well. And, you know, you guys go from there and then it, you know progresses and you guys are talking on the phone more, texting each other more, however you communicate with that person. And next thing you know, you guys are arranging for your first date if you haven't already had it. Then you guys go on go out on the first date. Excuse me, you guys are still wearing the uh, rose colored glasses because you're only seeing what you want to see. And, uh, you know, you go out on the first date. First date's amazing. You guys go back to, you know, chit-chatting on the phone, texting each other, social media, all that wonderful stuff. Second date rolls around, still wearing those rose-colored glasses. You don't see much of anything else going on. And you guys are still enjoying each other's company. By the third date, the rose-colored glasses are starting to not so much become rosy anymore. They're starting to become more clear. And as it's starting to come clear, you're starting to see, certain things you know what i'm saying yeah and
1: like you said the longer you with the person
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know you're gonna get the aha moment yeah you know but but again it's really important mm-hmm. to upfront define and identify and address things that may be red flags to you yeah you never know you may, you may talk about them then there's it, no longer an issue that's you true know what I'm saying? but
0: but some people don't talk about them, though. They don't talk see, about what that's, triggers that's, them. That's the problem. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So,
1: and that's kind of like we said on, on the last episode, you know, you got to express yourself. You know what I'm saying? I know it's hard to have them tough conversations. Right. But if not, you can find yourself in an even tougher situation.
0: Exactly. You know what I'm saying?
1: So, express yourself, communicate openly, mm-hmm. you know, and just don't be so hell bent like myself before on being with somebody that you say, you know what? I do the red flags later. Mm-hmm. Because what you tolerate in the beginning is gonna end up being what run you off in, in the end. Exactly. You
0: know but
1: if you didn't say nothing about it mm-hmm. or address it, I mean that, that's your fault.
0: Exactly. You know what I'm saying?
1: So I mean, and a red flag, a red flag sounds so bad, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, I'm not perfect. You know what I'm saying? Do I say I have any red flags per se? No. wait well. <sighs> I think red flags and fuck shit are two different things, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, you know, but um, I don't have any red flags, per se, you know what I'm saying, you know, but we all are our own people, Yeah. you know, but I mean.
0: And there's been times where, you know, my grandfather, he'll get drunk because he makes his own moonshine. Well, it's not moonshine, it's wine, excuse me. And he used to get drunk in the backyard and fall asleep out there and she'll lock him out. (laughs) Now, I don't know if he still does that now because, you know, he's older. But, you know, maybe about 10, 20 years ago, he used to do that. So, you know, like he said, if, if if one of your vices is snoring and one of your dislikes or red flags is snoring, then you don't need to date that person. Now, if it's something... Heavier than that, like per se, smoking or or drugs or right. getting overly indulgent with drinking. Again, different tier
1: levels. Right, alcoholic, you know, smoke too much, or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> you know, sorry, like, we
0: over and, here getting over colds and shit.
1: <laughs> and, uh, just hacking back and forth. Yeah, uh, you know, and you know, even with that, you know, it really depends on what you're gonna put up with. Not sure, like, you know. So
0: your tolerance level for right. sure.
1: You know, but the whole drugs thing. um, that can spit out of the throat real fast yes it you know can. What i'm saying so um if you see something you don't like the beginning like i said identify it, you yeah. know what i'm saying and and man dating is so crazy these days man. You know because i guess the honeymoon <laughs> phase is kind of a thing <coughs> you know um but like a red flag for me is i can't stand a woman who can't reciprocate yeah you know what i'm saying like you know and everything i require i can provide you know what i'm saying so um it's like if, if I see that it, it's one sided, I'm okay. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm not, no, I'm not gonna say our first date, I don't got you a diamond necklace or a tennis bracelet or none of that. But, but my point is, if I'm showing a certain kind of effort, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna need you to kind of show the same, show the same, or if, if you're not feeling that way, say that so I can move on, right? You know what I'm saying? Or you can move on,
0: exactly. You know so,
1: um, red flags <sighs> identify them early, yeah. You know, to see if that can be addressed and alleviated. If not, well, yeah, well, that one red flag that got you with well, a red line through your name, exactly. You know what I'm so, um, and you know, shit, life for women, domestic violence. I mean, shit, yeah. ain't, ain't no way in hell.
0: But see, let me <coughs> excuse me, let me tell you a situation. So, you know, I my uh, my mom was born and raised, well, she was born in South Carolina, but she was raised here in uh, San Diego. And so like a lot of her friends that she went to school with, they stayed here in San Diego as well and raised their families as well. So we, we, as in me and my siblings, we all went to high school with a lot of the kids that went to high school with our parents. So my mom was telling me about, you know, a couple of her friends or whatever. And we happened to know their kids. And my mom was like, yeah, it's funny because when such and such was together, there was domestic violence on both parts. You know, the guy hitting the girl and the girl hitting the guy. But when they decided to divorce, because they got married right after high school, when they decided to divorce and they've moved on to other relationships, there were no dom- there was no domestic violence in the relationship. So sometimes it could be just the individual. Like those two individuals together are volatile, but separate they're not, you know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. So there are situations of people who have been violent towards other people because there's something in that person that's causing that person to want to lash out and be violent and physical with that individual. And see, I've had these conversations too with, you know, my friends, my guy friends and my female friends. And I've even had this conversation, you know, with the guy that I'm dating and, um, You know, we've talked about that and stuff like that. And, you know, I've never been in a situation where it was a domestic violence situation. Like, I've never, well, no, I take that back. When I dated an ex boyfriend some years ago, like almost 20 years ago, um, he got drunk and belligerent one time when we were hanging out with friends or whatever and whatnot. And, um, you know, he was just being overly playful. And, He called himself trying to jump in my face. And I was like, you know what? If you're going to jump in my face and try to do something, you better make sure that I'm down for the count.
1: Right. You you better better kill me.
0: Right. Because if I'm able to get up, trust and believe, it's going to be some smoke in the city and some furniture moving.
1: (laughs) Hey, better talk to him.
0: I mean, real shit. Facts. Because... I'm not going to sit there and allow you to hit me or to beat on me or whatever and whatnot, and you not get hit on and beat on right back. So... Oh, you
1: don't tell in your hand.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's one of my... That's one of the things I will not tolerate in a relationship is domestic violence. <clears throat> as, as you should? Yeah. And drugs is another one that I won't tolerate. Like, okay, smoking weed, to me, that's, that's not a drug. That's something herbal. People use that to, you know, heal themselves. So... Weed isn't a drug to me, but anything harder than that, like booger sugar, smoking like crack, like
1: dust, I'm saying. Yeah, play dust with, playing with your nose, water,
0: you know, any of that stuff. Yeah, I'm not going to tolerate it. <laughs> Don't expect me to hang out and sit around and watch you destroy yourself. So, um, yeah, sorry. I got people calling me during my podcast because they, they feel in some kind of way. Anyhow, <laughs> you know who it is.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Wait, wait,
0: wait. Aaron. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's always one of the two. Are
1: you, are you still ain't shit, by the way. Haha, <laughs> 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 I said it live on the podcast. You ain't shit. <laughs> oh,
0: shoot, See what I mean? We over here both hacking. Man. That's hilarious. But uh, yeah, no, drugs I, I don't tolerate at all. The harder stuff. Um, Like I said, but everything else Like what he was talking about with the snoring shit We'll be in the bed calling hogs together If I'm with somebody that snores Hell, I have been with with men that snore And we both was in the bed calling hogs Trying to figure out who was snoring louder Right, right, right So it just basically boils down to What all are you willing to tolerate If the red flag comes up And it shows that This is not a good situation for you Leave be done with it. Don't sit there and continue to endure whatever it is that they're putting out there. Or better yet, have a conversation about it. You know what I'm saying? Let them know, hey, babe, you know what? I'm not particularly digging the whole fact that you got this, this, and this going on. You know, what you going to do about it?
1: And that's what I'm saying. You have to address
0: it. Uh-huh. But some people are just so afraid to address it. And it's like, why are you why are you afraid to address it? I mean, that's supposed to be your boo thing. Your, you know, your significant other. You should always be able to talk to them. And if you can't talk to them and tell them the things that you don't like, it's a problem. It's a big problem. It's a big problem. That means that y'all don't need to be together, anyways. So bottom da- bottom line, what it boils down to is. If it's a red flag flag on the play, and it's more than one, well, hell, even if it is one, and it's a tier five red flag, you need to leave. You need to be like, I'm done. But if that relationship is worth fighting for, and that person is is someone that you feel is your person, then you need to communicate your your grievances to them. Bottom line.
1: And you know, and just because they're tier five, don't mean they're not important. Right. So I mean, so. And twenty tier 5 or tier 4, red flags will be a problem, too.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: The smart problem turn a big problem.
0: Yes, they do. Yes, they do. So, like I said, if you see any red flags, you're not cool with them. You need to figure out your baggage. You need to figure out what you're willing to talk about. <clears throat> Excuse me. Real shit.
1: Hey, and, and again, I want to stress this. Fuck shit. The red flags are different. difference.
0: But they do run hand in they, hand.
1: They, they can run hand in hand because the fuck shit can pretty much be unfuck shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. actually, I know it's not a fucking word, mm-hmm. but you know, but uh, fuck shit can be addressed. The red flag is almost like hardwired sometimes, I think. Right. You know saying? So um, don't confuse the two. But again, address them early and up front. You never be afraid to protect your energy, protect your feelings.
0: Exactly.
1: But I don't like that. You know what I'm saying, and if you tell somebody that they don't like something that they're doing, and if they keep doing it, that you tell everything you know right there.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, like I said, you just need to figure out what it is that you're willing to tolerate as far as the red flags, and then decipher if this is a red flag that you're gonna that you're willing to deal with, and you're gonna be able to be okay with. Right. So. But that'll conclude that topic for now. If you have some more to add on to that topic, definitely hit us up on social media and let us know your opinion. And like we said, hopefully soon we'll be able to do some live podcasts where people can actually, you know, jump on and, you know, communicate what they feeling. We'll, we'll have an open platform so you guys can go ahead and say what it is that you want to say. As long as it's, you know, within respect, respectful boundaries and we'll go from there and we'll make it like a therapy session
1: <laughs> hey i'm telling you mm-hmm. I said on, on, on the last episode come drop your function off Exactly. You know, you know
0: come come on and talk about your red flags exactly i want a
1: red flag, red flags for you
0: yep and we'll we'll try our best to help you figure out how to deal with the red flag.
1: Hey, let's get through this together yes you know what i'm saying you, you can talk it's a safe place you can talk to us
0: exactly exactly because it's now 2021 we trying to get rid of all the bullshit from last year. So now we're having our own therapy sessions. So, Bestie, what you watching these days?
1: Oh, you know, the first one on my list. Got the power book, too. I'm saying. Hey, and that season finale.
0: Mm, I did not see that shit coming.
1: Man, not that way, at least.
0: No, not at all. Yeah, that that season finale. Wow, if you guys aren't familiar with Power Book Two Ghost, if you've ever watched the show Power on Stars, they did six seasons of a show that was um executive produced by 50 Cent and written by a young lady named Courtney Kemp, and it's about the St. Patrick family. Um, James St. Patrick, aka Ghost in particular. And um how he was able to turn illegal tenure into legal tenure, but all the years of him doing the illegal tenure was catching up to him, and it was starting to affect not him, not only just him, but his family and all kind of other stuff. It's a really good show. My bestie has been into it since the beginning. Yeah, I've been binged yeah. the first two or three seasons, I believe, a couple yeah. of years ago. Yeah.
1: But I've known her since. Yeah. You know what I'm saying now? I'm not going to lie to you, I wasn't, I wasn't too keen, wasn't too fond. I mean, I, I wanted to see, see what Tariq old silly ass going to be doing, but hey, Tariq, Tariq's a monster. You know yeah, what I'm he really is. Um, and and I, I like the writing. Yes. I, I, I like the way the suspense, you know what I'm saying? like the,
0: Courtney is doing her um, thing.
1: Excuse me, the, the multiple storylines that got going in there. Um, mm-hmm. Let me see what, what else. You know? Uh, Before I went off the air, I watched it for life, so I started watching that. Yeah um you know still watching sisters that that that, that that's a that's a good there yeah uh he's a,
0: he's a really good writer and he really does tell our stories and he tells it from um, he tells it from like a male and a female point of view which is good so trying
1: to think I really haven't been watching a lot of TV recently other than those couple shows
0: yeah you've um, been watching more sports than anything
1: right you know what I'm saying even though my nine season's over. I'm yeah. saying now it's drive time. It's okay. Know, my hours.
0: my cowboy season is over yeah, too. I mean I, I've been doing a lot I've
1: watching a lot of YouTube videos. You know what yeah. what I'm saying? Motivational shit. Mm-hmm. You know, um law of attraction, you know what I'm saying? Um generational wealth, you know, you know, passive income. Just yeah, trying to I part put my mind on some other things. You know what I'm saying? So the couple of shows I told you about, um, I'm not really watching anything else. Yeah, you could be watching Martin for half the day sometimes. <laughs> you
0: know, well, me, myself, I, let me see. I just, okay, well, I'm still on 90 Day Fiance, so I'm still on that whole franchise. That that stuff is hilarious to me because I'm still trying to understand what makes you want to go online and look for love internationally. I mean, real shit, who hurt you? <laughs> you know? And then to endure the bullshit that you endured, trying to bring somebody from another country over here and you got to pay for them to come over here. I'm talking about the visa. I'm talking about the airfare, all that, because those visas are not cheap. And then once you get them here, you have to marry them in 90 days. And then when you get married to them, even if you get divorced, you're still responsible for that person for 10 years. So with that being said, um, even if you and that person break up you still need to know where the hell they are <laughs> for the next however many years you have left on your K1 visa so that, that that stuff is like fascinating to me so as you see a lot of stuff fascinates me and, and it it's real easy to keep me entertained so i watch that um like my bestie i've been watching Power Book too um i've been watching sisters oh yeah power book two is basically the continuation of power and um now it's his it's ghost son Tariq that's trying to come into his own and that season finale boy i'm not gonna do no spoiler alerts because i'm sure not everybody has seen it but that season finale has some twists and some turns man plot
1: plot twist right (laughs) right
0: so that was great and i can't wait until the second season um Comes about because it's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. Now I don't know if I want to watch Power Book Three, which is about Fifty Cent's character, Kanan, and how he came, you know, to be the person that he is. Because it's going to start from like 1990, and then it's going to go out that way. Oh wow! Yeah, so gonna, <coughs> start from beginning, right? So it's going to show him as a teenager and growing up and stuff like that. So that one, you know, the people that they have that's going to be on there is going to be really good. Um, I have a tendency to watch a lot of stuff on Netflix because I've been watching a lot of the news. Because, my, like I said in a previous podcast, my mom watches the news probably about four to six hours a day, and it's not local news, it's more like CNN, OAN, <laughs> Fox. <laughs> like, she watches all of them. I'm like, why? Mom's is with the shit. Mom's is definitely with the shit. She wants all the smoke. Yeah, for sure. So, um, I tend to watch a lot of the news and stuff. So, you know, when my mom calls me like the 50, 11 times a day that she calls me, um, I know what she's talking about when she calls me. And what else am I watching? Um, Netflix. So on Netflix, they show a lot of um, what's called Nollywood movies. That's uh, Nigerian-based films. And I watch a lot of those. Those Those are good. Those are dope. The most recent one I watched is How to Ruin christmas the the wedding and it was a three-part um it was a three-part movie basically but it was fun it was about this young lady going home for the first time in like some years and it was for her baby sister's wedding and you know it it's it's about family secrets and lies basically yeah, and you Sound know, like a, yeah, <laughs> like good show. Yeah, it was good. It was really good because in the end, everybody forgave one another, and the baby sister still got married. So that's that's what it was about. And what's it called? Um, how to ruin or how to ruin Christmas? The wedding, and it's on Netflix. Hmm. Okay, yeah, okay. it's a Nollywood movie, also on Netflix. If you haven't heard Brickerton, which is executive produced by Shonda Rhimes, amazing. It's a really good show. If you get a chance to watch it, it's great. But I know not everybody is into period pieces because it is set in England, like in the early 1800s. And it's about royalty and nobility and all this other stuff. The one thing that I absolutely love that they were able to incorporate on this is the fact that Queen Charlotte, and not a lot of people understand this she might she may have been the first black royal. Reason why I say that is because Queen Charlotte is of um Portuguese and African descent. Mm. And in every photo I've ever seen, well painting I've ever seen of Queen Charlotte, she has a like an olive tanned complexion with freckles and red hair. We all know for those of y'all that have mixed heritage like me, we all know that red hair is a sign of Latin and African. Okay, because I was born with red hair, and my dad is Cuban and black, and my mom is um a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> she's black, <laughs> but she's like a bunch of other stuff too.
1: Oh, uh, mixed up.
0: yeah, for sure. Bottom line this show Briggerton, is awesome, it's basically Um, A lady, well, like I said, it deals with nobility, so this young lady named Daphne, she's uh, Lady Briggerton's daughter. She's one of eight kids. She's the first daughter in the family to actually have a quote-unquote debut as a debutante, which means that she's available for marriage. And she got tired of all these young men that were oohing and ah ahhing over her, and they didn't have, like, the right pedigree per se, so she ends up meeting her brother's best friend growing up, which is uh, which is the Duke of Hastings, uh, Simon. It's really, really good, so if you get the opportunity to watch it on Netflix, by all means, do so. Um, Of course, you know, I was binge-watching different shows, like Girlfriends, that's still my favorite. One-on-One, that's still my favorite. One Day at a Time was great. I'm just mad that it got canceled so we couldn't see what happened at the end, you know, after season three. Um but yeah, that that that's pretty much what I'm watching. I mean, you all besides my cartoon, my adult cartoons that I watch, like Family Guy, American wow. Dad,
1: <coughs> Cleveland
0: <coughs> Show. <Right.
1: laughs> hey, I watched one so of them the other night, the Cleveland show. I never just really watched one front to front to end, but I'm laying in bed. And I'm just I'm facing away from the TV. I'm facing laying my headboard, and uh-huh. I'm just gonna—I will have half, half sleep, have not sleep. And I'll feed, somebody says something like, "Wait, what the what?" <laughs> oh shit! I don't know. they be wild on the show. Yeah,
0: they do. They do. <laughs> yeah, they got a talking bear on there, and they, Man. they got uh, one of one of uh, Cleveland's best friends is a pretty much a, a, a hillbilly. <laughs> and he don't know no better bless his heart and so you know that show is wilding but I love all those shows and Bob's Burger is hilarious <laughs> Rick and Morty them people ain't got good sense God gave them.
1: oh another show That shit crazy well, I mean like I had to pick the remote up
0: what the hell am I watching
1: <laughs> it's called is, is it Big Mouth
0: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man. yeah. I've seen Big Mouth a few times. I just start watching it. I'm like, man,
1: come on, man. It's a cartoon too. I yeah. know I come on, you know, in the wee hours of the morning. Yeah, but damn, I'm all like, wow. Yeah, dude, talking to his dick. You know, old girl, talk, talk, talk to her, 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 her thing. You know, I'm like, what in the world? One, said one part. <laughs> they, they told him to get up and go to the bathroom and beat his dick. Like, do what? <laughs> In the middle of class, I don't even know what the fuck. I'm gonna go I'll, I'll be right back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's man. Hey, it's called Big Mother Shit Crazy. That's funny. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check that one out again. Oh, and of course South Park, you know, that's that's legendary. South Park done been on a hundred years. The Simpsons done been on 150, and I watched the Simpsons too. Archer. Archer is damn hilarious. I saw that one, but I
1: never really watched it either.
0: Yeah, Archer is really funny. I like that one. Um What else? Um, Yeah. I mean, like I said, I just watch a lot of adult cartoons and stuff because, you know, I always need something that's going to make me laugh. And I don't, oh, since like New Year's Eve because I was sick earlier this week. And if I sound congested, it's because I'm getting over a cold. But uh, my TV was stuck on Lifetime for like three days. (laughs) I was watching all kinds of crazy ass movies on Lifetime. So I was, I, I watch Lifetime movies as well. So yeah, but um, I'll probably fall asleep to one tonight. <laughs> Lord knows I'll probably, this, Huh? And
1: what's this thing
0: you No, I'm just talking about Lifetime. Lifetime. movies. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because you know, they always show in a movie where man dies, his widow ends up dating some guy come to find out this guy is trying to kill her for her money. Her kids figure it out and they try to tell her and she's like, oh no, he's good. And then until she finds the life insurance policy that he took out on her and then she's like, okay, I need to get rid of this guy. And then they end up having a tussle or something and he ends up dying and the life insurance policy is never fulfilled. So (laughs) that's almost every single movie on Lifetime.
1: You know what, at Lifetime we have a crazy ass movie. They do. Like and, and they be low key good. 100%. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Almost <laughs> yeah, so good you' mad be commercials. Yeah, be like, God damn, well, I wanted to see what was gonna happen. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, but that's what we watching. So you know, we'll we'll have some more stuff on what we watching. You know, once everything comes back from winter hiatus, which will probably be like February, maybe. Yeah,
1: we took one too.
0: Yeah, we we took uh, almost <laughs> two months hiatus. But we didn't want to. It just happened. So. Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate you as always. You know, like I said, we're going to try to get these podcasts up a little bit more regularly. Now we figured out the technical difficulties. (laughs) Man, finally. Okay. Because it was definitely trial and error. But we figured it out and we got it going. So we good to go so definitely find <laughs> us on all social media platforms with kev is silverado kev across all of them and it's usually silverado underscore kev on every social media platform That is I. Mm-hmm. I me. right hey, google me there you go you can even Google uh, him and it'll show you all his social media for me um i'm miss tosh 619 so miss underscore tosh 619 on instagram i'm on facebook um with us i have a twitter so (laughs) i just don't use it that often i need to start using twitter more i miss tosh on twitter hey twitter where is that yeah and also i have a blog as well which i took hiatus from that as well and hopefully i'll start writing on that again this week and uh my blog is life of tosh so uh you know i'll put up uh well, actually, my blog uh, link is on my Instagram. Just check the <coughs> bio and it's there. Sorry, we're, we're hacking and coughing here. I promise you, next time, our next podcast, we will be completely well. So you won't have to hear us hacking and coughing. But once again, like I said, we appreciate you so much. Thank you for rocking with us, for hanging with us, for laughing with us, and maybe even crying a little appreciate bit. Appreciate you. Um, like I said, if you want to continue the red flag conversation, hit us up on social media and um, like I said we'll just have a little therapy session so until next time this is your girl Miss Tosh
1: and your boy Silverado Kid. And, and we out this thing yes
0: indeed this has been did they just say that well, happy new year
1: again to y'all happy new year well, did they just say that <laughs> podcast crew
0: But so, have a good one y'all uh-huh.